Hey warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Sync. Joining us for another episode of The Unqualified Therapist. Today we have a very special guest. Brian Deegan is with us. He recently launched his Instagram account at Brian Deegan. Of course, we'll put that in the show notes. And he is also the founder of Human Unlimited. So welcome, Brian. It's great to be here. Very nice to uh, to see you guys. Yeah. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, thanks. For- yeah, I'm kind of fangirling just a little. No, like a lot, like a lot. I've texted all my friends. I was like, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> because I'm like, basically, you're a walking commercial for your company, like always. Yeah, I'm about to be because I just ordered seven shirts. So, so I was just, yeah, definitely fangirling. Wow. And joined the membership. So I got the monthly thing. Too. Yep. Well, yep. Thank you very, thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would I would like to say at the beginning of this that that there are uh, a lot of people uh, that are currently behind and have been behind Human Unlimited over the years. So, yes, um, yes, we have, have a very strong um, fan base following. And following. Yes, from the very beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. So we are here to talk with you about the company, but also about your own life and a little bit about what you're up to now. So if you want to tell us a little bit about how, as much as, as much as you want to about how you got to the place that you're at now that you started this Instagram page and what you're working on over there. Yeah, well, again, it's great to be here. And uh, I, I really I really like the name Unqualified Therapists. It's funny because when I recently moved into my neighborhood um, back in October, I was walking around and with the dog and uh, an older lady came up and she said, Brian, uh, what do you do for work? And <laughs> like, well, I, I, I do, I do a lot with, with online commerce and content. And uh, she's like, Oh, because people in the neighborhood have been saying that you're a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know what it is, you know, if I, if I maybe give off a little bit of that psychologist vibe or or who knows, but you know, I kind of took it as a, as a bit of a compliment, you know, I'm not going to argue with that. So when, when I saw, when, when you guys had reached out and I saw the name unqualified therapists, I was just like, I qualify, I think for, for unqualified (laughs) therapists, at least, at least based upon my neighbors, you know? (laughs) 
Their perception, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's well, amazing. I think your shirts are pretty therapeutic, so. Uh, that's, yeah. Just another seven years or so of school. That's <laughs> a no thank you. Well, maybe after this podcast, I, I can just skip that, right? And, uh, yeah. No, I, 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 I you know, so you would ask me, you would ask, why did I, uh, why did I launch the channel? And I have uh, had a lot of experience, kind of real world uh, highs and lows with with all things as it relates to physical wellness, mental health. Uh, there's a spiritual component to it, but I really don't want to get that deep into it. And what I found for myself the most sustainable, durable, positive transformation, betterment, improvement, whatever you want to call that, right? I don't want to get hung up on, on semantics there. Um, but what I found is that when it clicks the best and there's change that can be sustained over, you know, longer periods of time that improve the overall quality of life, it's been my experience that it's been the trifecta of the body, the mind, and, and element, elements of the spirit kind of all working together. And so I feel like a lot of times what people hear out there is, you know, this, this specific diet or this exercise routine or this, this mental health approach or this, you know, mystical spiritual path that somebody mm -hmm. can go on. And I'm not saying that there's you know, anything wrong with any of that. It's great. But mm -hmm. a lot of times I feel like it's, it's hard to find a resource that is really kind of trying to bring them together in a way so we can be more, more mindful of the relationship between the three. So that's, that's why I, uh, I started it. And then, you know, the nudge from my neighbors saying that they thought I was a psychologist. I was like, well, I guess I can, I guess I can do this now. I guess I can. Uh, Why not? Well, yeah. And, and the other thing, the other thing too, so human unlimited is my, is my full-time, is my full-time work these days. Uh, in addition to uh, raising a couple kids half of the time. And so that's what I do, but I spent, uh, uh two decades in the software industry, evangelizing technology, taking complex ideas and trying to simplify it so people would buy software. Yeah. And um, I, it was something that I did pretty well, but now in my life, it's sort of like this dormant skill set that was just sort of sitting there because... Yeah. with uh, human unlimited it's more behind the scenes and uh i don't you know when i when i talk and present things to my kids they don't really listen <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't i didn't really have like a vehicle to be able to do this and yeah, honestly right. too, after a couple after you know uh, a, a long stretch there like i i couldn't summon kind of the 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 will uh to direct it at selling software features anymore i, yeah, I just yeah. i just it, it wasn't it wasn't uh kind of feeding feeding the soul if you will and so right. 
emphasizing sort of how the body, mind, and spirit work together. Uh, this this sort of dormant skill set that I've had, and uh, just being able to direct it at things that I'm, I'm passionate about, and have also I think had um, some pretty authentic real world experience as it relates to the topics that I'm covering. And so I hope that that comes through with, uh, with the videos that I'm putting out there. Yeah. I love that you came to a point where you realized that that was not feeding your soul and you decided to make a change because there's a lot of people yeah, I was, mm-hmm. out there that feel that way. But then they're just like, well, that's just how it is. This or is that's what, what I'm good at. That's like, what I'm good at. You're, so. so you're, you were super good at it, you know, mm-hmm. but you still said, this isn't, I can't, I can't do this anymore because it's not feeding who I am mentally and spiritually and all of those things. Yeah. It, it sort of, it sort of unfolded in a way that, uh, that allowed me to kind of jump into it now. Um, I guess I sort it was more of a forced path, if you will, in some ways, you know, um, yeah. but I, I didn't, I didn't resist it. And now I'm just kind of rolling with it. Were there any specific events in your life that led you to wanting to put this channel out and wanting to just reach other people and talk to them about some of the things that you um, have talked about on that Instagram page? Yeah. It's really interesting uh, content. It's only been basically a couple months, which is sort of fun. The one thing that I thought about when uh, I started doing it is how often when we get off of social media, do we feel better? Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's usually neutral or negative. I mean, maybe, maybe 10% of the time. I mean, that's probably high 10% of the time. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm glad I got off of that because I feel really good about what I just, what I just (laughs) uh, watched. Right. It's, it's usually like, neutral i just spent 20 minutes looking at memes and stuff and i kind of laughed but i really did not better myself from that or i feel like shit because somebody got a new car (laughs) (laughs) some 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 judgment cycle that we just put ourselves through right yeah sure Uh uh-huh so yeah i mean i i looked at it as this opportunity to you know, take, take concepts that hopefully help. Uh, and if I can, you know, insert myself into, uh, somebody's feed and they, you know, they, they get something from it that actually helps, you know, to me, that's a, that's a win. And if it can actually be something where when they get off their phone, they're like, Hey, that was actually helpful. You know, yeah. like that would be yeah. that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And and I, I do want to say, like, I, I enter into it with a, a ton of humility. Like, I don't I don't think anything that I'm going to say is necessarily profound. And 99 percent of it is just stuff that I'm sharing. That's stuff that I'm sharing that has been shared with me. I just think that's a great, great thing. I mean, I've, I was in the corporate world forever and, you know, we were always talking about like when people experience our brand we want them to feel because when they come to a place they either leave feeling better worse or indifferent and we want them to feel better and (laughs) so I just think that like because we don't think about that with social media it's not like anybody like I've never heard anybody sit back and say like 
when you get off of social media, do you feel any better? Not usually, because when I get off of it, I'm like, fuck, I just sat here for an hour looking at reels. Like, what did I just do with my life? Right, Right. you either feel like you've wasted a ton of time. Yeah, so I just think that's a really great uh, way to look at it. Tell us a little bit about some of your life experiences that have shaped you and molded you and led you to this point of inspiration and into a space of sharing things that you've learned on Instagram, but also being this um, company that's there so much for other people and has helped other people being able to express themselves in the way that they do with your company? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question. And uh, there's, there's definite overlap between the things that I talk about on, and I will talk about on the the Instagram channel and Human Unlimited. There's definitely overlap there, right? And that overlap, that similarity um, that that somebody might that somebody might find as it as it relates to wellness, empowerment, potential, uh, the the elements of 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 body, mind, spirit, there is there is overlap there. I think when you sort of pull it back to me and my experience over the last 20 years and, and something, something that I, I said in the welcome video that I think is really important because we've, you know, we've hit this with human unlimited too. You know, you put out, you put out an idea or a statement that is to be empowering and helpful and somebody who has gone through a very tragic loss or something that has challenged their own mortality or somebody that has gone through traumatic abuse for years, you don't want it to seem unsympathetic to those things. And with, with the videos that I'm doing and anything that we do with Human Unlimited, we're very mindful of that. And even just in this interview here, you know, uh, what, what I'm going to say is I haven't dealt with, you know, the untimely death of a, of a, of a child. I haven't had to go through something like that, you know, and that's, that's horrific. Um, I haven't had something that has challenged my, my own mortality in a physical sense. You know, I have hit periods of very real suicidal despair, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. more on the, more on the mental health side of things. Um, but I, I haven't, you know, had stage four cancer or anything like that. And I haven't, I haven't dealt with, you know, any form of, of emotional or, or physical or, or sexual abuse. So, you know, anything, you know, anybody that's listening, I do just want to reiterate that I'm, I'm very sympathetic to those things. And I don't think that necessarily anything that I'm going to say is, is, is going to, uh, I don't have the expectation that the shirts that we put out or the things that I'm going to put out on Instagram, you know, are, are silver bullets for, for any of that. Um, right. It is, it is unbelievable. Some of the feedback that we get from customers at human unlimited in terms of how helpful it's been during times like that, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's beautiful. I mean, it, it really, it's humbling. It's humbling as hell. Uh, when you when you hear that from people, I just wanted to put that out there because when I talk about sure. my story, I don't want it to be like, ah, okay, privileged white guy, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. About oh, life's so bad type of type of stuff. Yeah. I used to be two hundred and ninety eight, three hundred pounds, and I'm not now. And I know in terms of body acceptance and all of that, 
I get it, right? But there is something to be said for being healthy mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to live longer and be able to spend more quality time with my kids. That is something that is is part of my story. Alcoholism is part of my story. And I had uh, a very long stretch of sobriety uh, over 10 years. Seven of it was really quality sobriety. And then three of it, I wasn't drinking, but I really got to experience how resentment and anger mm-hmm. can just rip you apart. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it tore it tore me apart, uh, which kind of dovetailed into uh, into the the mental health area, right? Mm-hmm. For me, uh, and the the suicidal despair component of it, the inner peace that I feel like I have gotten in terms of living my life now has been, you know, when, when, when people say find God, I think a lot of it is that you're just losing a sense of self, mm-hmm. right? You're not, and, and I'm not, I'm not for my experience, my experience. Right. And, and one, one of the, the things that I think is fascinating about, um, Alcoholics Anonymous and and the definition of a higher power is that they allow it to be anything you want it to be. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And, you know, people have issues with that. Have you ever heard of the Baha'i faith? No. It's something that's interested me and I don't know a ton about it, but listening to you talk and kind of thinking about the things that you're saying and, and then kind of interweaving the, the Alcoholics Anonymous, um, methods it's a a faith where they accept all it's it's about unity so it says like okay christianity calls it god um then there's methods and the teachings of buddha and then there's this and they kind of put it all together and just say yes this is a unity this is the higher power everybody is right yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it's like taking all of the things that th- they believe that there is this higher power and they believe kind of in all the things that are being talked about in terms of the power that comes from spirit or God or, um, you know, whatever it is that you believe in, but that each religion has just given it a different name. Yeah. And the Baha'i faith is just saying like, yes. Like, yes, we, that's right. Like basically, yeah. you know, yeah. that there's, <laughs> yes, you're right. There's this higher power, but like the, the name doesn't matter. Yeah. Basically. I feel like AA has just always had it that way, knowing that that's the way it has to be. If you're yeah. going to, if you're going to reach everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really interesting. I, I haven't, I haven't heard of, of that worldview, but yeah, it does seem to parallel. Um, I actually heard it first from Rain Wilson. That's what I couldn't think of his name or I was going to, but I was like, so I just sent her a message right now on paper. I was like, Dwight said that, but it's Rain Wilson. He's the one that introduced me to like that Mm -hmm. whole idea. Yeah. That that religion, that faith. That's what Rain Wilson from the office. He's Dwight Schrute on the office. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. No, that's great. So when when I, when I talk about, so the, the, the question is, the question is, is what in my what has sort of led me to this point, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of a long story as it relates to that. And I talked about sort of the physical piece and the, the mental piece. And, and now I'm, I'm sort of jumping into the, to the spirit piece a little bit on here. Uh, but 
for, for me, my experience with Alcoholics Anonymous and just sort of that ability to define whatever your higher power is and to mm -hmm. see the, the transformation that has happened in so many people with a differing higher power really yeah, right. starts to right, provide right. some pretty objective perspective that the actual higher power itself isn't necessarily what drives the transformation, but rather yeah. getting out of yourself, relying mm -hmm. on something else yeah. and doing mm -hmm. essentially a clearing of your yeah. soul so you can move forward and get that stuff out. Right. And so for, for me, spiritually, you know, what I, I try personally to reconcile my spiritual belief with science. It's important mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. It, it is. As, as humans understand more of how everything works, I like it to line up with my spiritual worldview. That's, that's okay. just me. And, and I, do, I do think that traditional religions and worldview have an issue if they take the texts too literally mm -hmm. and then as more scientific truths come on the scene then they have to further abstract mm -hmm. the text so it can right. jive with the times right yes and and i prefer just to start from a place of okay i'm gonna rely on a power greater than myself right and that's 80% of the battle right there. Mm -hmm. And then what is that higher power going to be for me and, and have that align with science? And yeah. I'm not gonna get into that on the Instagram channel. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll talk about some of that here. Uh, <laughs> I go back and forth between like, letting go like the let that shit go vibe of things and then like well we need to kind of like sh sit in the shit for a little bit before we can let it go like sure just we just i just talked to that about that with my therapist this morning <laughs> and she was saying that you know if i don't sit in it and i don't experience it fully then it's like gonna just keep, keep coming, coming back, back. Yeah. Where, so that, you know, I think that by saying, let that shit go, that's like minor stuff. Like somebody like cut you off in traffic yeah. or something like that. But like the deep things, at least that's where I, I'm, it's, I'm an evolving like process with that yeah. understanding and like the way that I think about it. Yeah. So I just kind of want to get your, your thoughts on like letting that shit go. Uh, well, pain is a good motivator. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. You know, I, I think Carl Jung said something along the lines of, you know, you don't get a new perspective until you felt enough pain. I butchered mm -hmm. his quote. Yeah. But, you know, you don't have a. See, so you are a psychologist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, butcher, right. I butcher. I butcher. All right, Doctor Deegan. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, it, it. It is. It is. You know, and if you have a loss of a loved one and you just drink over it the whole time, and for myself, you know, the divorce, the loss of a family structure, uh, I numbed that. Mm -hmm. for 
a period of time uh, with sex and alcohol. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's pretty common, you know, for people to numb themselves that way. It's just a matter of if you have that addictive personality. So I went for a checkup the other day and my doctor was like, so I hadn't been since right after my husband died. And she's like, so you're still drinking a bottle of wine a day? I was like, huh? Who? What? (laughs) I was like, a bottle a day? And I was like, God, I don't even remember that time of my life. But I, that's where I was for, you know, three months. But because I was able to do all the other things, but like, I I mean, you know, I mean, it's just numbing is just the first thing that you want to do. And see, I have an addictive personality. So if I started doing that, it would be very hard for me to stop. Yeah. And I don't, I know that's one thing I'm blessed with is that I don't have that. So I can do that and then not drink for however long, you know? Um, but I needed that, I guess I needed that. I don't know. At the time. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if I needed it or I didn't. It's what I did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it would, yeah. And in, in, in my point in bringing that up is that it's, it's not something that's necessarily unique to al- alcoholics and addicts. It was just getting to the point of, you know, sitting in the, sitting in the crap and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to, to feel that pain and, have it be a motivating force at some point you're not going to want to feel that pain anymore right right and i don't think you know masking that pain is is good regardless of whatever that mask might be and so yeah there is this there is this balance between feeling the pain but then also not torturing yourself right right yeah where i was gonna go with that is if we are preoccupied with our emotions and feelings if we're absorbed in our emotions and feelings okay there might be some pain there but if we are further self-absorbed with ourself it's just throwing more fuel on that pain yeah versus getting outside of ourselves maybe helping somebody else taking chunks of that pain and just Mm -hmm. saying higher power whoever you are deal with it because i'm done yeah yeah and releasing it yeah and just and just releasing it you know Mm -hmm. yep and that can be extraordinarily helpful and you know it's Mm -hmm. funny because with the the and i don't mean to go all recovery on this but the 12 steps of aa you know people sum it up as trust god clean house help others do those Mm -hmm. three things right and that can go a really long way they they work for a reason right you know um Yeah, they work for a reason. So I think that's a great thing to mention. Can you just share with us your favorite um, talk that you've given on your Instagram page? What's the favorite thing that you've put out there? What's so funny about it so far, and again, it's only been a couple of months, uh, but some of the some of the videos, you know, I, 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 I spend time researching, I go deeper, and then I put the video together and I and I publish it. That process takes some time to do yeah. right yeah. and i and and i really like the the one video that's that's up there is 
around the science of of surprise and and I'll get into that a little bit more but then I also started doing these morning thoughts and I had no plan of doing these morning thoughts and when I when I wake up and I do them I literally don't know what I'm going to do the morning thought on the night before or when I wake up mhm I just kind of clear the mind turn on the phone and talk mhm mm-hmm. and yeah. What's what's funny about your question is like I have the videos that I like and then I have the videos yeah, that people yeah. are engaging with more and when right. you know it has to do it has to do with the ones that I didn't plan or have any mm-hmm. sort of you know big idea or expectation for so it's just we experience so, the same thing we do so and I, it's really really funny because I'm like <laughs> we just the episodes that we like so you know we've had a couple of instances with like you know, having to reschedule a guest or something. So we have didn't go through. Yeah. So we have to, we have to record something kind of on the fly and we'll We'll just just, look at each other and we'll be like, well, well, I guess let's let's just just hit record. Yeah. And we start talking. Those are people's favorites. Those are the episodes that people reach out and be like, you have no idea what that meant to me and what went to that. And we're like, what? Like, (laughs) yeah. And then we'll spend like weeks researching something and we're like, Oh, I love this episode. And then it's like, I mean, not that people don't like it, but we don't get the feedback. Yeah. Yeah. The authenticity is is part of it. And I also think being open to this idea of downloads, like when you're waking Mm. up and you're talking, I'm sure that you're thinking like things are coming out of your mouth that maybe you didn't even know were there or like that you weren't going to you weren't sure that's what you were going to say. And so when when we allow and this is something I'm just learning in the past year when we allow that process to happen, when something comes to us and we let it come out because we have space for that, that seems to affect people the most because that's something that people need to hear. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we're busying, which is what I like to do, busy myself, Mm -hmm. um, then I can't do it. So when, yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm guessing that that might be what happens in the morning for you is that you just... Some might prescribe some sort of mystical, you know, characteristic to it. I don't. I feel it's more of kind of a mind clearing subconscious mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You know? Yes. But at the same time, the video forgiveness, the other F word that, yeah. that I put out yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. And when I got done with that, I was just like, where did that come from? Yeah. There it is. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, I know. Where, where, I know. Where, I had no intention yep. of doing a video on. Yeah forgiveness and this whole like the other f word i'm like that's pretty cool uh, where, did that, where did that come from i thought you know? it was pretty cool too but it's yeah. oh, that's and, it and, and I, how and I, where and, and i i literally I, I got done with that one i was just like what the fuck <laughs> that's great it's the coolest feeling it though is. it's it a is. really cool feeling because you're like who the fuck was that like yeah. what just happened and you almost have to watch back or listen back to be like, oh, yeah, that's some good shit. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's so it's so crazy, it's so crazy. But um, I to answer, I, I feel like you ask a question and I go like on this really oh, long. It's totally time. This is how we kind are. Of, yeah, uh, totally fine. Kind of path <laughs> to, to get there, it's been such a fun process because you know I'm I'm doing kind of what I've done with some of the videos and I really enjoy that. And 
people seem to have, have appreciated them, you know, but then there's this sort of like other process that I feel like I have like zero control of, and I'm just kind of along for the ride and, and people mm-hmm. seem to be enjoying that. And it sort of gets to the video that I did on surprise, but anything that we, we sort of set out to do, there's so much, I think, inertia from people around sort of this, this goal mentality of, okay, I, w- I want to do this. So I need to do this. And I need to do this. I need to do this. And I'm not saying that like goals are bad, but they can be equally demotivating. Right. Because, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's almost, you know, people almost get a little bit of a progress high off of just the setting of the goal, right? So I yeah, set yes. this goal and then I'm like getting everything ready to go achieve this goal. But then like <laughs> when the work of actually going towards that goal is required, then the motivation goes down. You're already tired. <laughs> you're already tired. And then, you know, you didn't achieve that goal. And so then you lose confidence in yourself it, it, it can just be this like really bad sort of cycle. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example of this. I have not run more than six miles for a really long time because of long distance running that I did back in the, back in the two thousands. And when I was walking the dog a lot, I started to drop weight. I got a weight vest. My legs got stronger and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to start running again. So I start, I start just seeing how it would feel. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm doing like seven mile trail runs. And I'm like, this is awesome. And I did wow. one and then I did another one. And then on the third one, I thought to myself, I wonder if I can, if I can get sub nine minute mile. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as I set that goal, right, I ran <laughs> and it was, it was actually my worst time of the three my gosh and i mean granted it was 20 degrees hotter that day when i did it (laughs) right as as soon as as soon as i put specificity around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. beating that time it was it was demotivating i got done and i was actually bummed yeah versus, versus like I'm not injured. I'm this right. is the, yeah. this is the right. third time I did it. Like cardiovascularly, it was wonderful. It, mm-hmm. it just it just blows my mind. So the the idea behind the using the science of surprise to drive improvement, when we're surprised, there's a burst of dopamine that hits in your brain. Mm-hmm. Your emotional response is increased 400% and oh, you're super focused on the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's this, it's this great opportunity to be able to orient your mind around things that are healthy. So if you're mm-hmm. surprised by something healthy that you're doing, some behavior, and you get this surprise kick from it, that's going to reinforce and further embed it in your mind. And the reason why I went into it in that video is that when we look at physical wellness, pain can be a great motivator. And usually there is some pain associated to wanting to get in better shape. Like it can be severe. The doctor said, 
Mm-hmm. I just had a heart attack and I need to lose a hundred pounds. Right. Yeah. Or it could be like pretty mild of, Oh, I'd really like to fit into those clothes from a couple years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So pain is this great motivator to get us started, but it's temporary. Like as soon as, as soon as that pain starts to fade, as soon as, as soon as, uh, you can fit into those clothes that you want to fit into, Mm-hmm. then your brain's like okay i'm i'm back into pleasure mode right pleasure mode can be anything and you don't have pain as the primary driver so i go back into watching netflix i don't walk the dog the way that i was before i start eating too much and then i'm just back into pleasure mode and 12 months later i'm dealing with the same pain that i was dealing with before right because it's just this ongoing cycle so the idea of using the the surprise piece is to get your mind to really orient itself around ple- when it's in pleasure mode to yes. prefer those pleasures, right? Yes. And so yeah. that's that's the that's the idea of it is just to do the things that need to be done, let the surprises happen, and let your mind just sort of orient itself around these around these pleasures when it goes into pleasure mode and you don't have that initial pain that's that's driving you. No, I, I really love that because um, we talk a lot about on here about body confidence and all of these things. I am in the best shape of my life, but I'm also 50 pounds heavier than I've ever been. So very weird, but I am so strong and I can do things that my 20-year-old body couldn't do. And that was that only happened once I stopped counting things and I stopped like obsessing over things and having those goals, those physical health goals and started just, I, you know, I teach the yoga class and I take the walks because it's good for my mental health. Right. I know that. And then, then the bonus is the physical part. Mm -hmm. Um, but whenever I tell myself like, okay, I'm working on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and my goal is to, you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, fuck that. Nope. Like I never, it never worked for me my whole life. And so I think finding something that you can move your body to that's pleasure, you know, that, that you connect with pleasure is so much better than having the goal. So yeah. how do you apply that though? Like how there's, so there's no planning that goes into it. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. Like, cause you can't plan for a surprise, obviously. Right. I think he's saying do the things and then the surprise comes. Right, yeah. So the surprise of feeling better. Yeah. But I yeah. think that, and I'm only talking from my personal experience. I don't, I didn't haven't done any research on this. I know nothing. All I'm saying is that when I have goals of like the pain part where I want to fit into these shorts or I have bad, I don't know, body like image issues or mm-hmm. some, I don't know, someone said something or I saw the scale, those things don't act they, like they work for a little while. And then I'm like, no. And then I just feel worse than I did when I started. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, do the things and then the surprise happens. Is that what you're saying, Brian? Something like that? Yeah. There's this quote from St. Francis and that I, I referenced in the video and I've always loved it, you know, do what's necessary, then do what's possible. And suddenly you're doing the impossible. Mm. And it's 800 years old. I love but, that. Yeah. And it really gets to what, what is, what is necessary today you know and from Mm -hmm. a wellness standpoint it's it's movement and it's intake that's it Mm -hmm. you know there can be certain things physiologically that could be impeding that 
but it, it really comes down to movement and activity and and what you're and what you're taking in and i'm not i'm i'm all about personally for me tracking what i'm eating but it's less about actually the calorie count but almost more about how i feel based okay. upon what what i'm what i'm taking what i'm taking in you know mm-hmm. it's like god i'm really dragging this morning and i and i go back and look i'm like ah that's that's why you know yeah. it just reinforces like direction for me there's actually a little bit of a surprise and just sort of staying on top of that stuff it makes me makes me feel good i figured hell if i take 15% of the time that i spend on facebook and take right. that time yeah. to track right. the shit that's going into my body and how active yeah, right. i'm being like mm-hmm. that seems like a pretty good Trade off yeah, of yeah. how I use my yeah. time. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's a great swap. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you feel like um, the element of surprise can be used, like in business ventures? You know, things that you do outside of the wellness world. How would that work in other places if you don't have the goals? Well, investors don't investors don't like surprises. It's not going to work well in that context. So, you know, I was in that I was in that sort of mentality of like running a lot and doing marathons and lifting weights and sort of, you know, go, 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 go. And I was in my early 30s and I went to just bend over to tie my shoes one time at the gym and I couldn't do it. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, this is, this is insane. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm doing all this stuff, but I cannot, I cannot bend over to tie my shoes. And if I'm like this and I'm, and I'm in my early thirties, like, what am I going to be like when I'm 50? Yeah. You know, I just had this vision of like, oh, this is, this is downhill. So the, the yeah. only accompanying thought that I had at that point in time was you should do yoga. Like, yeah. that, that, you know, the, just this, this, this thought, like, kind of, you know, we were talking about, like, something pops in that yeah. download or, or whatever, but it seems like it came mm-hmm. outside of our conscious thought, right? Right. That's sort of how this was, like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do that. So, I got a yoga yeah. DVD, and I didn't, okay. because I didn't know anything about it at right. all. Like, I didn't have any expectations. I wasn't like, well, I want to be able to do, you know, five chaturangas inside of two right. minutes by the, yeah. I had no, I had no idea. So it's like literally buy the DVD, stick the thing in the DVD player <laughs> and, hit play. and, and tell me, and tell me what to do. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and in two, and in two weeks, like my flexibility was improving. And I, and I say in the video, like that wasn't necessarily a surprise, but like how fast it happened mm. was was something that was surprising. So so yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. So I, I just keep doing it, right? And yeah. then I noticed yeah. that when I'm on business trips, I'm walking through the airport and stuff. My feet aren't hurting. I can I can mm. actually run a little bit, and my my feet and legs aren't killing me. I'm like, this is a nice surprise. At the time, I had yeah. like a year sobriety under my belt, but my mind was still racing all the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I noticed that when I synced up the breathing with the movement, ah, oh, my mind is slowing, you know, yeah. another nice surprise. And then there were, there were two more that, that were, that were big ones. I was losing weight and yeah. I, and I was just like, how, 
I'm not burning near the calories that I was when I was doing that other stuff, yes. but I'm more mindful about how I'm eating and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing this. I'm just going to keep doing this. And then the mind blower was, you know, to, to run or to do CrossFit or those types of things. I mean, I really had to be like in a good mental zone. And I found mm -hmm. that I wanted to do yoga at the precise times that I never wanted to work out. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I, so I come back totally from a three day, three day business trip and yeah. you know, I'd be like, when can I get to the next yoga class? Cause I just totally need yeah. to reset everything, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. So yes. if somebody looks at how I do yoga right now, they'll be like, wow, you know, boy, he must have a lot of willpower and discipline, but it has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with that. You know, it's, yeah. it's been the experience okay. of surprises that have just kind of reoriented my mind and embedded this thing into my life you know yeah. so I, I hope that that provides a little bit more of a of a tangible uh component to it so i would say you know as it relates to activity do what is enjoyable yeah yeah it's you know it i just linked it together then when we were talking to our the sex expert that we had on the show um she talked about pleasure because mm -hmm. You know, she was trying to explain to us, you know, how, how to increase pleasure just in general, not even sexual pleasure, but just pleasure in life. And we're like, well, how do you do that? If like you're not in the mood and you mm -hmm. don't feel like it, how do you get yourself to that point? And she said, she just like, stop and slow down and enjoy what you're doing right now. Like yeah. right now, like when you're drinking your cup of coffee, like, okay, this cup of coffee is delicious and it's yeah. being my, just adding the yeah. mindfulness in mm -hmm. aspect yeah. I think is a huge and it's just clicking now for me the surprise element yeah so thank you for explaining it that way because that's that's what's made it make sense but yeah so it's like just being mindful what makes you feel good what doesn't make you feel good because when I take the time to slow down that's when I think oh my gosh why am I doing this this does not make me feel good yeah 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 so it's got to go yeah right <laughs> yeah for sure so, Entirely. and it, so that's a surprise too, sometimes, you know, cause you could be doing something for years that you have been doing just out of habit. Right. And then when you slow down and are mindful about that activity, that's when you think like, I, I really don't enjoy doing this. Right. Yes. Why am right. I still doing it? <laughs> that's the gym for me. Yeah. One of the researchers that I was, that I was uh, listening to said when a surprise comes in it's basically your brain saying everything you thought was wrong and wow yeah yeah and wow. it's, that's why you're surprised yeah you're right, <laughs> right? Yeah. that's why you're surprised so like when that happens it's like a good opportunity to you know recode the software that's uh that's yep. going on in our brains you know yeah and, and uh, I think a lot of people don't think that that's possible, but it so is like, yeah. if you're listening to this, like it is so possible to reprogram your brain. Yes. Yeah. To do always. things differently yes. than you've always done them. Mm -hmm. yeah. It may take and, a long time. Well, and, and, and that's, you know, you'd asked about other elements of, of life where this applies with AA 12 step programs. There's, mm -hmm. there's oftentimes a, a, a saying that says, you know, stay until the miracle happens, stay until the miracle happens. Mm -hmm. Right. And okay. it's a big surprise when, when the miracle happens, but you know, with, with, with 12 step, there is some pain, some addiction that is getting somebody into the door 
the 12 steps yeah. provide this new way of life, this new way mm -hmm. of approaching life to be able to deal with that pain. As you start to implement the 12 steps, these little surprises start happening, mm -hmm. right? That reinforce that behavior, that reinforce that manner of living. And usually then there is one big surprise. And, and when I say big, it could be small. You know, it could be, it could be when, it could be when your kids aren't afraid to hug you. Mm -hmm. Right? Like something like that. Something like that. When they're not yeah. afraid of you. That in that moment, it can just rewire your mind to say, yeah. yes, this yeah. is this is how I am going to live. This is where yeah. I'm gonna go. Right? Yeah. And so it does feel like a miracle. Yeah. It does feel like a miracle. And I'm not saying that there's not divinity in it or anything like that, you know, mm -hmm. but it is this it is this manner of living that gets to a point where the reward, the pleasure, the benefit of it just completely outweighs the old way of living. Yeah. Right. right. So, Very well said. Yeah. Oh, that that. So I'm, I'm guessing that was a life changing moment for you. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's that's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful yeah. thing that is a miracle. So you know, when you said that, I was going to ask you to talk more about that, but boom, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it can also apply to a new Instagram channel that you start. <laughs> <laughs> it can. It's yeah. I. I mean, I can. I can relate so much because of, and I think, you know, when, and in the beginning, when you were, um, you know, trying to set this kind of uh, expectation that you, um, you didn't want anybody to think that you were, you know, kind of whining or complaining about things in your life that you may not have, um, seen on a level of other people's trauma or experience. But I have to say that, you know, all trauma is trauma and that, that experience, Brian, is is important, and that's like that is a deep and and wounding thing to go through, and then a healing yeah. thing to 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 receive back. And you know, I have similar. I have a similar um, story. My depression has been so bad that my kids have gotten to the point where they they like don't try to play with me anymore. And, you know, they, they come to me for everything that is loving and caring, but they go to dad for everything, everything else. They go to dad for, you know, to play and to, and I used to play. I used to play. I used to have dance parties with them. I used to do yoga with them. I used to take them everywhere. I had dates with my kids where I would take them out by themselves. And, and, you know, it came to a point where, I heard my son say to his friends, my mom is sick again, so you guys can't come over. And I wasn't physically ill, but I was mentally ill to the point where I was unable to talk to my kids without crying or yelling, mm -hmm. getting angry, getting irritated. And then hearing him say that um, when I wasn't viewing myself as sick. Mm -hmm. But he was telling his friends, mom is sick. 
you can't come over was was a s- similar not as as deep <laughs> cutting i don't think as, yeah. as yours but but a wake up moment that was a surprise to yeah. for me for me to be like yeah. what the fuck am i doing yeah and yeah. and not that you can um snap yourself out of depression because that's just not possible but it helped me to start to and, and you're like putting some pieces of my brain puzzle back together into mm-hmm. having this conversation so thank you for that but you know thinking through that like it didn't snap me out but it helped me to to start to reframe mm-hmm. things yeah. and and look at things in a different way and then think back on some of the things that my kids have said to me directly and like you know my daughter asking like why don't we have dance parties anymore why why won't you play with me and or saying like um i i want to play uno can, i'll come into the bed with you can we play it if we if i come into the bed with you yeah because i wouldn't leave my bed and you know that's as recent as a couple weeks ago even i go through these yeah. things but yeah i'm going to get emotional yeah <laughs> so yeah how do you feel when you will yourself to do that with your child when you feel like that it's so fucking hard i know i can't do it i can't when i'm depressed i can't will myself i i have i have willed myself and in fact the most recent time that i was in that place i got out of bed and i went downstairs for the first time in weeks i i like don't even leave my you know top floor sometimes and I sat at the table with them and I played the family version of what do you mean <laughs> with my kids and they were laughing and they they thanked me for coming downstairs and that I felt amazing I felt amazing I felt like I had broken through some kind of wall and it's not even like a wall that you can break through. It's sort of like stretchy plastic where you just keep pushing and pushing and nothing is happening. And it's like, how do I get out of here? You know, how do I get through this 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 state? But it, it felt amazing and I have no idea how I did it. I don't know how I brought that strength to go down the steps when I haven't been able to do that before. But it it was a surprising thing for me, you know, yeah. like awesome. I just stood up. I just stood up and I walked downstairs. Mm. And yeah. it was like I got down the steps and I was like, oh, I have it downstairs. How about that? How about that? <laughs> that that quote, you know, do what's necessary, then do what's possible. And then suddenly you're doing the impossible 800 years old. Yeah. But in that moment, you know, you take it back to that moment. It is getting up and walking down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Or getting yeah. a shower. Yeah. That's always my big thing. Like if I can shower, then I do the next right. Th- That's a Glennon Doyle quote, the next right thing. Mm-hmm. So you just keep going. When I'm in those deep states, I just do the next right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I try not to think too far ahead um, and and see where that takes you. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually yeah, you get on the other side of it. And, and the next right thing is what is necessary. Yeah, I mean, that's that, I, like I, I kind of use yeah. those yeah. Inter- interchanges. These are my lists that I do of like literally what is the necessary thing that I have to do today? Yeah. Like what, what, what yeah. are the what are the five or six things that are necessary mm-hmm. today? And some of these are like ridiculous, like sweep porch yeah. and scoop up the grass seed that was spilled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know? because but I tell you what, when I cross that off, 
I feel good. You're speaking our language. You are speaking our language. <laughs> yes, it is because I'm telling you, I will walk by the same piece of garbage that fell out of the garbage can for like a week. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Just bend over and pick it up. I know. <laughs> like you do and you're like... I feel so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And with the, with the lists, like I, I never would have expected the pleasure that I get out of yes. crossing them <laughs> off, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Do you ever write something down that you did already yeah. just to cross it, cross yeah. it off? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You are people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. In that moment, you know, like what is going on? right now what is necessary what is mm -hmm. the right thing to do mm -hmm. you know sometimes it's just taking it back to right here right now like that is that is that is all that can be done you know and for me for me there is like there's there's a i don't know a peacefulness that sort of comes over me you know mm -hmm. like right here yeah. right now all i can do is this so that is all i'm going to think about you know, I, I was, I was mindful. I mean, from a, your, your question about business, can it be applied to business? Um, yeah. I, I think in terms of like day to day operationally with a team in past companies, I definitely applied that mindset. You know, we had some, we had some situations where we lost a couple big customers, a ton of revenue all at one time. One of my uh, guys that I worked with was like, we need a plan. What's the plan? And I said, I don't have a plan. Here's the plan. Yeah. We're going to get up. We're going to move our right foot here. And then tomorrow we're mm -hmm. going to get up and we're going to move our left foot there. And we are just yeah. going to do what we can do right now. What is within our control, what is necessary. And I think in, in stressful times in business, it definitely can get people focused on and mm -hmm. it, it, it basically organizationally have sort of that same level of serenity that you can get on an individual level when it's like, if you're focusing yeah. on what you can control and not worrying about what you can't control, right. that can provide a lot of peace, you know? So I do think it works mm -hmm. in business there. Tell our listeners about what happened immediately before us reaching out to you. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I love that when you told us about that, how you were talking about with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was just talking to a friend and she's got some uh, public relations expertise and uh I had after I I did the the video on surprise I was like, "Wow, you know, this is this would be potentially good content to 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 pitch out to people uh if they'd like to discuss it in more of a conversational format." And I, I was talking to her about it and then, you know, I think it was two or three days later, I get an email from you guys <laughs> saying, Hey, <laughs> and from that email, like from my end, here's how that went down. Yes. So Sarah and I are at a local coffee shop working and so overwhelmed and just, and like, I don't even know. And I was just doing my own thing over on my computer. And I was like, you know, you had sent out an email that said, um, about if there was any issues or something to contact you like directly. And I was like, yeah. and you've done that over the years as well. And so um, anyways, it's just like my favorite thing. And I think it's pretty like, I was just like, well, fuck, I'm going to write him back and I'm going to see if he wants to be on our show. Yeah. Um, she goes, I'm, I'm going to, email the owner of human I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and email back but about something completely different not my shirts <laughs> and it was so and I remember I was like I really did not expect a, 
a thing back and I was like and then you wrote back and I was like wait he's kind of down for it I was like what the <laughs> fuck and that was like talk about surprise I was just like whoa and you know I couldn't, if I had that on my list, it wasn't on my list to do that day at all. It just, honestly, your email, I was checking emails. That's what it was. Yeah. And it popped up and I was like, God, that'd be really cool to talk to him. And then I just did it. Yeah. Cause we were, super, we are super overwhelmed. We're doing our first live event. And so we're in the, in the midst of planning all of that and trying to get, you know, advertising out for it and stuff. And she just had gotten to like that stop point, you yeah. know, where you just hit that point and you're like, I I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm like, like, I can't talk about this anymore. I'm at freeze. Like, I can't. Yeah. I'm at paralysis. So I went in my personal email, and that's how yeah. that happened. And she just that's says hilarious. it. I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just and love I that am, from like, both ends of it. I, I didn't think anybody would want to talk about my, my new Instagram thing. And so I was like, oh, sweet. This is great. Yeah, yeah let's do exactly. it. It was such, like, it was like yeah. serendipitous. Like, it was yeah. so, like, perfectly timed. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of goes to intuition and gut, and but you have to be open to that and you have to be in a place of trusting yourself um, yep. to to allow those things to flow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that Sarah and I do is we give people what works for us and we talk about the toolbox. So your Instagram page could be one part of my toolbox and my therapist is one part of my toolbox and these shirts have been part of my toolbox since the beginning of time it feels like um, <laughs> I did recount because I lost a couple and I found them 25 I'm at so um, I you know shirts are shirts but like there's something about these shirts and the sayings that you guys come up with and the things they say that speak words that I didn't even know I had to say. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I, that's, that's what's amazing is I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I feel that way, but I didn't even know put, to put those words together. Mm -hmm. And so it's part of my toolbox and it always, it has been for so long. Um, but maybe just a little bit about like how you guys even come up with those or why you think a t-shirt company is helping so many people. It is, it is extremely humbling. And like I said, at the very beginning, there have been so many people, you know, now and over the years that have been involved with human unlimited that have made it happen. And so I, you know, I get the opportunity to speak about it. Um, but it is, uh, it is pretty, it is pretty fascinating. You know, I, I've gone into a bit of my history and, and my my personal story, and it does correlate with the with the starting of Human Unlimited at the, at the very beginning. Uh, it was about empowerment. It was about um, being able to encourage people to to tap their potential. We were using at the very beginning a variety of different vehicles to to do that. So we we had the shirts. We wanted to provide this customer experience that when somebody mm -hmm. opening it, opened it, it su surprised them. You know, yeah. it's almost like they're getting they're getting a, a gift in a, in yes. a sense, yeah. right? Uh, we were also doing a lot of content uh, that we were publishing, and we had a physical yoga studio here in Akron, and then we were also live streaming that. And so thematically, like topics that would be discussed during the yoga class, we'd be streaming that out. And sometimes we'd have it sync up with what we're putting out on mm -hmm. shirts. And so, you know, so much of, of, of what human unlimited was, was starting at was, was the, was the idea of having an idea, an empowering idea, and then getting that out to people in a variety of different ways. 
uh, yeah. whether it was the shirt, whether it was the customer experience with the box and the card, whether it was yoga, whether it was content on the side. I mean, there was a lot of different things that we were we were doing with that with social media. So I, I do think it was sort of rooted in that idea. And I mean, honestly, where we are now is very much the idea, the shirt and the customer experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And just from a practical business standpoint, it needed to be sort of like pruned down to that. Yeah. You know, when, when we're talking about sort of the the empowerment and what we're trying to encourage in people, we want to do it in a way that doesn't come across as like corny self-help or very religious or dogmatic. And it's a fine line, you know, but generally we, we like to say that if we've got some feel good, if we've got some funny and we've got some fuck you sort of in, in the mix with the shirts that we're putting out, right. That, that tends to make sure that we're, you know, we're sort of playing in, in that space. So that's what we're always kind of, always kind of aiming for. And, you know, humor is, humor is a, is a nice way to get ideas across, right? And uh, yeah. I mean, we don't hit it every single time, but it's always fascinating, uh, sort of when we've had those those big those big hits, like yeah. where they've come from. It's frustrating in a way, but it's also fascinating, you know. And I, I don't know if they yeah, because you can't figure but out it the almost, rhyme or It almost correlates though to what we were talking about putting out content. Like the things that you work forever on, you know, you don't know, like those aren't the things that pick and then then you just throw something out there and like it just lands. Yeah. 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 Uh, So strong women, strong women was, was a, was a shirt that we had, we had launched and uh, back in. What does it say on uh, it? Strong women, be them, know them, raise them. them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a good one. And so uh, one of. I already told Ryan this, but I have it in long sleeve shorts. Yeah, sleeve all three, <laughs> all three. Yeah, that one. You know, it, it's such a strong idea. And when one of the the creative people put it there as a statement, I mean, just the statement itself, it's like, oh, that's like really strong. So we we started going down uh, a path, and originally we put it out to like a design site, and everything that was coming back was just looking like a a five k sort of breast can't nothing i mean i don't mean to sound like this but it it seemed like like a a design for like a 5k you know for some type of you know awareness thing and so there were these there were these two artists always always did cards and they fought like brother and sister and and (laughs) and he's like this big guy and she's this like really petite girl and she's like show brian your drawing show Brian your drawing, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you have, Levent? And, and, uh, and cause he's like, do it, show him. And so he pulled, he literally pulls it out of his pocket, right? Gives it to me. It's like this doodle on a card. I'm like, this is good. So yeah. but he didn't really have like computer, like translated into an actual, you know, commercial art. So I start, I start working right. with production art guy and going through multiple revisions on it. And we finally get it locked, locked in, you know, and then it just, you know, Trump got elected and we launched it at that same time Ooh. and boom, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah. So th- th- that's that's like one process. I don't even want to call it a process. That's just like stuff happening. 
you know, and then we had the yeah. uh, the unfuck yourself heart little doodle yeah it's on its way yeah, to me. yeah. I, can't I mean wait. that 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 one <laughs> literally was just a doodle from from one of one of the one of the artists and i was like that's kind of cool yeah like it was yeah. wild about yeah. it there's there's so it's so simple but there's there's sort of such love self-love yeah. in that yeah. little design and it's super small you know right. and that's yeah. Right. That's been that's been a, a a seller, and I and I don't want this to to make it sound like it's a plug for these shirts. I mean, we don't really even have any strong women up there right now because it, it usually sells out quick. But yeah, I, I'm just highlighting these because the oh yeah these are oh, the yeah. the ones that have like really hit. But how we got to them is like they different resonate. every every single every single time. Mm -hmm. It seems like. I actually think it's really cool because I, um, I was thinking like, I wonder if you had released the strong women shirt in those designs, you know, that look like a 5k awareness thing, if they would have landed I, the same way. So it's like this really cool thing to think like the mixture of the, the artwork and the sayings and the people like just putting that together and their yeah. their creativity their creative I mean, process some, makes them be like that yeah so don't be a lady be a legend so we had mm -hmm. that yeah. artwork for months i felt like it was just way too edgy and mm -hmm. and so it didn't make the cut but we had it there right and, and this is yeah. this is one of the top sellers so one of the artists one day took the don't be a lady statement put it with that design Mm -hmm. And we like to do Instagram mm. testing to where we'll put something up for like five or 10 minutes, right? Because we can see within five to 10 minutes, a lot of times, if the statement artwork combination wow. is, is going to go. If it gets 30 or 50 likes inside of five minutes, like we can take it down and be like, all right, we've got a good one here. That's probably going to do well, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. More often than not, that'll work out. Well, in that case, so I didn't even know this was yeah. happening. I knew she, she Instagram tests stuff all the time, but I didn't know that this was happening with this specific design and that statement, right? Yeah. So she does the Instagram test, but she forgot to take it down. And then, and then she went back and looked at it in like 45 minutes and it had close to a thousand likes. And she's like, wow. I put this up, but I don't really want to take it down. And I was like, wow. right. I'm like, right. yeah. So basically from a mistake of not, and, and I don't want to call it a mistake. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it yeah. was a Instagram test that went too long. Right. That got right. too much social <laughs> engagement. So what we yeah. did was then basically just launch the shirt and go through the whole process of launching the shirt to support what happened there. You know, so it's it's. <laughs> so you work we're, backwards, we're, we're, basically. We're backwards, uh, right? You're like we have to put this yeah, out and it's now. One of, and it's, one of, it's one of the top <laughs> sellers, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just so. Yeah, I love yeah, that it's one. It's just so so crazy. So to answer to answer your question, uh, no, no, it doesn't always go through me at all. One of the top sellers was <laughs> something that I didn't even know was going on. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> So yeah, That's so it, wild. It, 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 do you have it a definitely favorite? Definitely makes it fun. Do you have a favorite shirt of all time? Because there's so many. I like the transcend the bullshit bold. 
uh, the one that just said transcend yes, yeah. the bullshit. Uh, yeah, yep. like it doesn't it doesn't one. sell like arrow or glitter or anything like that. But I almost I almost wore that today, but I didn't want to seem like I was like pushing pushing HU super hard. <laughs> I would be wearing if I just did this for a living. I that's all I would wear. It would be Wait, my uniform. So there, I have the the black one where it comes just across here, but then I think that I just got one with a lotus yeah, flower. A Is that right? Yeah. That also says transcendental. Yeah, that's a cool one. I wear that yoga and I feel like it's very appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you that the thing, like, I, so Amy's been wearing these for years and we taught yoga together and, like, she would come in in these shirts and I'm like, where did you get that fucking shirt? That is so cool. And I just never wrote it down, like, when she would tell me, you know, because, and then it would just ex escape my mind. And then the next time she'd be like, the same place I told you the last one came from and you know so she sends me this picture of herself in the um I'm no longer going to make myself smaller to be more digestible yeah. you can choke shirt and I was like holy shit like where did you get that and she, she's probably at this point like yeah, you don't listen you to don't. me <laughs> Um, the same place I get all of them. And then she tells me and I was like, yeah, I'm going on. And so now I have seven shirts coming, but, um, yeah, like it's just, no, I just was thinking back to, um, when I was doing booty, um, certification and you took that like famous picture of me. Yes. I have on the strong woman shirt. You do have on the strong woman yeah. shirt. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think that far back. Yeah. Wow. And what I love about it, like that, the one of you can choke is that it's this like, this message that's just like yes like fuck you but it also makes me feel good because it's from a happy strawberry <laughs> because it's from a happy strawberry <laughs> like that's what I, like it comes from this little fucking happy straw that's like <laughs> you can yeah. joke and i just it, that all of that together is just perfection it is it's, it's magic it is you magic. have this like magical thing going on at your yeah. company it's pretty amazing that is a very nice thing for you to, for you to say uh, it was some of the statements like that one that literally were saying choke <laughs> right like that's what i was that's what yeah. i was saying to the artist like <laughs> we're saying choke he the first strawberry he did yeah. was like kind of dark and i'm literally going it has to be happy it has to be like mickey mouse kid yeah. like yeah it is that's what makes it perfect. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because then it's not like as like in your face violent. I'm like, no, no, I'm just seriously, no, you can show. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll give you a little preview. We're going to be launching um, Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul. And, Ooh, I love and, and that. we're, we're going to go, we're going to go pretty, we're going to go pretty violent on the, uh, on the start of the ego piece. Not, not violent, violent, but it's, it's, there's, there's definitely going to be a yin yang thing going on with that one. And I'm nice. I got chills. I'm, I'm excited. It. Yeah, it'll That's be cool. really nice. With, with human unlimited, like I said, it's, it's been a, it's been a very, uh, sort of humbling experience in many ways. And there've been so many people that have, that have helped with the company, both currently and, you know, in the past, when, when I talk about it being humbling, a lot of times it comes back to just feedback from customers that, that we get. Yeah. Give us some of that feedback. I, I pulled a couple. Um, this was from, from Kelly M. She goes, it may sound trite or exaggerated, but the shirts I have from HU helped me out a lot and have helped me keep and have helped keep me going on some of the very worst pain days. I went from not being able to walk for several months to being able to sprint a little in workouts with my trainer. 
I'm currently sitting with my trial spine cord simulator implant, helping to control the pain in my left leg that is so debilitating most days. Thank you for the shirts and its empowerment messages. They've helped me get through the past two years, right? Like, wow, I've got chills. Yeah, that's beautiful. Doing shirts, like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think you would get this, this type of stuff, you know. Um, I found your wonderful company, company right after the death of my husband, and honestly, Human Unlimited was one of my lifelines through that period. Your inspirational messages always came at a time when I needed to hear it. You taught me it was okay to quit focusing on the day-to-day BS. It was awesome to dream and more important that I can do anything I put my mind to. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Love, Catherine B. And then uh, this one was, this is my beautiful sister, best friend for life. She is currently fighting stage four lung cancer. I purchased this amazing shirt for her to fight her battle in during her chemo treatments. Thanks so much for the shirt. It couldn't be any more my sister. As I said, she is my sister, my best friend, and a legend. You know. it's just Mm. it's so humbling to get that feedback and to be selling t-shirts but you know we've crossed well over the hundred thousand um could go into multiple hundred thousand mark you know in 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 the history of the company and uh the combination of what's in the shirt what's in the box the the empowering the the messages with the cards with the shirts i mean it's 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 it's, it's, it's fun yeah let me tell people what that's like so you'll get a box um and it's it's like a tiny little box and you're like what could, could it be in here and then you open it up and there's a beautiful card on top and it'll have some sort of inspirational saying and some sort of sort of beautiful artwork that um i like i've told brian before and, and sarah that i save and i put them they are they are all around my mirror and then there's some in lily's room and then some downstairs um there, it's just a lovely touch. And I can relate to, you know, what the one woman said. And even before my husband passed, when I was just dealing with my own depression and anxiety and his illness, it just, I don't fucking know why it just got me through. And then a little funny story about him. Um, so when he was healthy, he was a, just a beautiful soul and he hated my inspirational bullshit. That's what he called it. Cause he was like, highly intellectual and fucking hilarious and he just was like why are you fucking wearing these shirts until until human unlimited and he's like can you like get me one of those and he's like and i was like what and it was just this great like he finally was like i love these shirts because there was just enough fuck you that it it like it worked for him and so um and so i bought him one for like every birthday and christmas and everything yeah because it's just it just has such a magical balance and um yeah it's like it's just such a big part of my story yeah and i think that it's really cool to know that if you have an idea that you think is small and you want to help people just fucking do it you have no idea what it's going to turn into yeah like, look at, look at, you know, where this company is, has gone. It's amazing. Yeah, it really just doing what needs to be done, you know, and, and, and letting yep. it, letting it happen. Um, that's very much, yeah. th- there's, I, I would say there, there were times with HU where I, I tried to do it too much in a certain way or my way. And, uh, now it's just kind of unfolded and it's, it's, uh, just back to growing and, and going forward. So why don't you tell us once again where everybody can find you and hear more from you? Yeah, so my Instagram is at Brian Deegan. That's B-R-I-A-N-D-E-A-G-A-N. 
the other Brian Deegan is a famous motocross racer and he, he screwed up my, <laughs> my Google search. And so if you hit the guy with him that's riding motorcycles, that is not me. You want D-E-A-G-A-N. <laughs> right? that, that's me. Uh, Human Unlimited is at Human Unlimited on Instagram, humanunlimited.com. You can Google search that. So my daughter's saying, Dad, you should do TikTok, but I don't think I'm doing that. I think I'm just... So I was going to tell you, because my daughter said the same thing, and build up your Instagram, but then you might want to move over there because the content on there in terms of the kind of things you're saying on Instagram is just like that. Um, Maybe you could add to yours reels. Instagram, maybe yeah. I don't know, but we're we're learning too. We're I think we're all in the same. The three of us are more in the similar Technology, age range, yeah. and so it's like I'm like I don't want to add one more thing. Let me just stick to Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like I finally figured out Instagram. Like let me just stay here. Yeah, for maybe, maybe maybe my nine year old daughter could run TikTok for me. She has her. There you That's go. What we're our plan is. There you have our kids. Yeah, do it. and at nine she still thinks you're cool. So right. you know, yeah. Yeah. you're good. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are starting with all of our guests that we're going to ask them some questions at the end of our show. So you are our Uh-oh. inaugural guest okay. to be doing this. Are I'm, you so excited? No, <laughs> it's like you didn't tell I'm me this scared. beforehand. <laughs> all right. So and this is this should be a little easier for you because you actually have a shirt that says warrior. Okay. So can you tell us what does being a warrior mean to you? Acceptance for me. Mm. Wow. If, 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 if I'm, if I'm accepting things, I'm, I'm moving forward. I'm getting through stuff. If, uh, if I'm not accepting stuff and, you know, I, I realize the, maybe the, the, the irony in this, but if I am fighting too hard against mm. what's coming at me, uh, I'll probably lose. So if I want to, yeah. Damn. That's great. Damn. Yeah. Love it. Don't know who can follow that up. I know. <laughs> that was really good. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you consider about yourself that makes you wild and weird? The, the, the weird thing, like this, you know, when we were talking about the higher power stuff and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, being able to have my sort of spiritual worldview line up with science and if we had another like three hour podcast i could go all through like all the the little different uh nuances of that you know and i would be extremely passionate yeah. about it the whole time you know and i feel like it would stand up to both the pope as well as like you know uh, uh theoretical <laughs> physicist like yeah. yeah, that's I uh, I, I, I I perhaps yeah. enjoy that uh, a, a little too much. So maybe that's maybe that's more on the on the weird side. And uh, yeah, on the on the wild, I think I'm maybe a little a little boring these days. I don't know how much wilds there. You know, other, other than other than just uh, getting up and not thinking and recording videos and then publishing them out for everybody. Maybe that's, maybe that's a little wild. That's, that's, that's a, a big, big one. one. That is a big one. Just like 
hitting record and like and, being like, all right, yeah, that is pretty yeah, wild. I, yeah. So that, I mean, that, there, I would say that there's, it does feel a little bit like jumping off a cliff on that with those. It definitely is. Cause the vulnerability can be wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us and hearing about Brian's story. And man, I learned a lot. I think Sarah learned a lot. We, this is, this is a good one and we are just so happy that you joined us, Brian. Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast and, um, we will probably have you back to have that science and religion talk because why not? Right. Let's dig in. (laughs) Let's dig in. Uh, that'll be fun. So thank you again so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Sarah. I was so glad that you decided to send that email that day because it was fun to, to be able to talk about this and uh, again, you know, share a little bit of the HU story and how it's impacted people and all the people that have helped to make that happen, uh, you know, today and in the past. So thank you very much. You are very welcome. Yes. All right, folks. Stay wild and weird. We love you. Talk to you next week. Peace. This episode was brought to you by our sponsors, The Practice Yogi, Live Magic, Booty Yoga with Amy, and Human Unlimited, where until the end of July, you warriors can save 20% at humanunlimited.com. Use code UTI at checkout. And if you really want to save big, shop this week. HU's annual summer clearance sale is rolling. And with the UTI code, you'll get an additional 20% off the already great deals. Your hosts are Amy Baumgartner and Sarah Simone. Our theme music and other music is provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production is by Sarah Simone. To help keep us making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Follow us on Instagram where you will find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. Until next week, hold on, warrior. We're gonna make it. Yeah,